So, Dan, which Teletubby are you? We've got Tinky Winky, Drama Queen, Fashionista, takes way too long to get ready. Dipsy, Artistic, Mischievous, and the Messy One. La La, a natural performer, always at a rave, and the wannabe DJ. And then there's Poe, who's a free spirit, innocent, and a tubby toast lover. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD podcast. I'm Dan. And I am Reg. Um, Reg, guess what I have in common with Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala and Poe? Um, you went out, got extremely drunk and woke up with a television in your belly. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be fit to pod if that happened. I think I would probably be uh, be in hospital, but but close, close. That's not that's not the guess I was expecting, to be honest. But okay, um, if you were if you were that cl- if I was that close, and you <laughs> went out, got really drunk, ended with a um, a really like bad head like... injury, and now you can only talk in stupid fucking baby talk. Okay, does it sound like that, Reg? Uh, I don't know because I'm so used to hearing it now. Fair enough. You can't it just tell it blends into like a normal conversation quite well. No, I am fully vaccinated. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you, do you not? Are you not aware of the Teletubbies being fully vaccinated? I am not aware of the Teletubbies being. Have fully you not vaccinated. been on the internet for the last week? Yeah, but I've not seen anything about Fair enough. that. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, positive. Is, yeah, yeah, I got my second jab, so yeah, I can go on holiday now. Although I probably won't. But yeah, the the main thing is so uh where was it? The seventh of July. The, basically the, the, the Teletubbies <laughs> Twitter account is quite are you on it now? Have you just seen it? Yeah. It's it's fairly entertaining to be fair. They, I mean all they'd really do is when there's like a, an event, they seem to be tweeting, Oh look, the Teletubbies are, uh, are celebrating the fourth of July or happy pride to everyone. But um specifically they put up a tweet, We're all vaxxed just in time for a tubby hot summer. Who's ready to come out and play? And uh, and it's a picture of each of them holding the vaccination tubby card. So it's got their name, it's got their date of birth, and it says what they got, which which ones they got. So um Tinky Winky got Noonson and Noonson. Um we've got Dipsy with Astrotubica. Lala got Noonson and Noonson as well, and Poe got Astrotopica. Now, the weird thing is, and this is the conspiracy theory, right? Hang on, hang on. You missed one out, mate. Did I? Yeah. Have you not seen the the, the tweet next to it? Tweet next to it? Yeah, or above it, sorry. Don't worry, Nunu got vaxxed too. Oh, phew. Nunu got no card, but, but he slash she has got, has got a sticker. I never got a sticker. Didn't even get a plaster. I didn't bleed or anything. It's weird. I had to have a blood test like a year or so ago, a couple of years ago. And they did that and, they, and she taped a bit of um, cotton wool to me. And I was like, oh, don't I get a sticker? And she went, oh, yeah, sure. Hold on. And she went in a, in a drawer and pulled out uh, a, a, a Lego Batman. It was a Poison Ivy sticker. And I was like, like oh, you have no idea how amazingly perfect that that is. Thank you. I will take it. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, just to continue with this point, there's a conspiracy theory now going around about this, though, Reg. Have you seen the date of birth? <laughs> I haven't, but the Teletubbies Twitter account is the best thing I've Isn't ever it seen. Yep. It's Shark Week, and you just got <laughs> Dipsy on the, on the surfboard. 
just surfing around. This is the greatest thing. How have I never not? How have I, I not know. ever known about this? I don't. Um, know. I'm just looking at the their cards now. Okay, so uh, the date of birth. Oh right. They, they're all they're all born on the same day. So I'm guessing they were quadruplets. So that uh, it's it's 20th of Feb 03 is the date of birth. Yeah. Now, when did Teletubbies first air? I think when I was in school. So yeah. that was a long time ago. It first aired in it was in the 90s. Uh, just yeah. the day, 1997. <laughs> okay. So okay. So that means that well, either one these are these are forged these are not valid vaccination tubby vaccination cards or two that's not 2003 reds that's 1903 now that mm. is believable that they are like ever living weird beings that they are <laughs> 120 years old they're, um, sorry their april fool's joke was that they invented um tubby currency <laughs> and oh like a bitcoin yeah, tubby, the tubby coin an yes. official Sally Sobby's cryptocurrency made with special hog tech from wild brain <laughs> is here okay. their twitter account is Let's incredible for, for it actually being an actual proper one that kids will want to go on to see it's incredible yeah. I mean it's it's yeah it's almost not though surely it's it's I think it's for the parents right <laughs> I oh, mean not it? any kids are going to be on twitter twitter is the most boring social media for kids it depends on who you follow, because mm. you know quite a lot of the things like Dougie puts up his exclusive uh, new songs and stuff on Twitter, okay. and then the kids can just see all of them. Like I, not that I go on a lot of kids' accounts, obviously, but yeah, you know, do love it. <laughs> just trying to figure out which tele- Teletubby I am. So, Dan, which Teletubby are you? We've got Tinky Winky. Yeah, I, uh, I know who they all are. You know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm running through what their what their points are. Oh, right, 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 right. It yeah. says, forget star signs. We want to know which Teletubby are you. So Tinky okay. Winky, mm-hmm. Drama Queen, mm-hmm. Fashionista. Takes mm-hmm. way too long to get ready. Okay, so that one's Sean. Dipsy, artistic, mischievous, and the messy one. That That is me. Yeah. That I didn't want to say about 100%, 100% me. <laughs> Lala, a natural performer, always at a rave. And the wannabe DJ. Reg. <laughs> yeah. As he pulls out DJ Hero. DJ Hero. And then there's Poe, who's a free spirit, innocent, and a tubby toast lover. Okay. I mean, it's going to have to be Dave, because we run out of people. <laughs> yeah. And and I imagine Dave is, is pretty much He's a free, free spirit. spirit. Yeah. Innocent. Yeah, I'll go with that. think he uh, loves tubby toast. I think he's a massive tubby toast lover. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> I can spend this entire hour we pod running through this to okay. this uh, I'm account. Gonna we shouldn't not to if that's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. I need to get off this. But it is now officially followed. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for by your personal account or by the uh, the Nerd OD account. <laughs> it's my personal one. I'm gonna follow <laughs> on the Nerd OD one as well, don't worry. Okay. Um but yeah, so Apologies, because, uh, yeah, I know I got very carried away, but thank you very much for informing me that the Teletubbies are now officially vaccinated. Yep, and they are 120 years old, at least. And they're over 120 years old, at least. Yep, the, but, only, the uh, only possible explanation. So someone's put, the Teletubbies feared COVID-19, 
This proves they are mortal. The beasts can be killed. <laughs> they haven't been able to for 120 years, Reg. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're only supposed to get one do- dose of that one, the noon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Oh, yeah, anyway. that's a good point. That is a single dose vaccine. Mm, so I am. Um, I've closed it. Okay, good. I, uh, I'm no longer on it. Mm. Do you think? Uh, I I am expecting at some point someone to make a video or a comic or maybe even a TV slash movie, like based on someone who goes round and gets every single one of the COVID vaccines available. And then suddenly has some weird superhero style reaction. I feel like that's a really good premise for a story. Like, which one have you got? I've got all of them, baby. And then suddenly they've got these amazing powers. If I was artistic, I'd be on it. I think you should be. Mm. I think you. I think you are artistic enough to create a short. I know that's not true. So in in Canada, they they mix their their vaccines. They're like yeah. Apparently, it's more successful. In some cases, yeah, they're like, yeah, just there you go. You've had that one. Have a bit of this one. Yeah, I think I'd be down for that. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. I had I had one of them. I think it was the Zeneca thing. Maybe. Double Pfizer. It might be that one. I'm not too sure. I've lost my all my information that I needed yeah. to keep in order to uh, take it back and be like, look at me. It's quite ironic because the, the day that I got the text saying, um, hey, can you book your second jab? Um it is the day that I came out of a, a partial um, self-isolation. Nice. Yeah, which well, was What a way fun. to celebrate. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I say partial because we didn't get told we had to. We just, someone I know that I've seen had to, just to explain to people at home. So what have you been up to, Reg? I have been, so I've not spoke about this on the pod um, since it happened. So I was in work the other week and the wife was at the zoo with the little one and it hit my dinner time so I was like right I'll come pick you up and uh, I'll see everyone and then bring you back home and uh, so I jumped in the car heading down the motorway and all of a sudden my car did a die and I was like oh no and the car was dead for the for the very long duration this week so the wife had to get the um the bus to my mum's house because my dad was coming to help tow my car to their house to see if he could fix it without me having okay. to spend a fortune at the garage. Mm. So that didn't work. Um, so I ended up having to scrap that car. Um, and then I was like, right, I want to get a decent, reliable car. So I was like, had a look around and I was like, you know what? I drive and work a lot, the cash guy. So I'm like, I'm going to grab the cash guy. At least I know that won't do anything dodgy. And I'd know how to drive that. And I love mm. cash guy and Oliver will go mental when he sees we've got a big car because he loves my dad's car. Okay. So my dad's got like one of the Lexus 4B4s and uh, yeah, he's always like oh I want to go in that so I was like I can't wait to see his face if I ever get one of these and then I finally managed to get one so like amazing and then hit last Friday and the wife was like oh, I'm going to flip out you know the trampoline places and she's like I'm going one of those with Oliver um, today because I'm off and I was like oh sound I'll take you so we jumped in the cash guy got there on the way back clutch went in the middle oh, of the car. Sorry. I was literally so really busy because it's oh. dinner time. Like stupidly busy because it's dinner time. And I'm at the traffic lights that are red. And then all of a sudden, my car just starts going a bit forward. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, jeez. Clutch, and when I put it in, just stuck down. I'm like, 
oh, well, that's not good. So I tried to bring it back up and it just went no spring, no light connection. Just started going really loose up and down. And I was like, oh, no. So I was like, ah. How old so is this car? Like, How many miles is on it? It's not, not, not many at all. It's like well below the average clutch. Uh, Garrett's only at 43 or something um, and should replace him like 60 to 70 in an Ascent Cash guy. So it's like sound. So first thing I ever do without thinking is phone my dad. It's Mm -hmm. like you you just know when you you just you're like oh my god. I'd go with that. So I phone my dad and I was like Right, okay, well, I'll come grab you. He's like, you should have a fucking AA membership, mate, but I'll come and grab you. And I was like, I know I should. So literally, my dad came, towed me um, back to um, my house, it was this time around, because um, I got this car on, on finance. So I was like, oh, I've got the warranty included in it, stuff like that, just in case anything did go wrong with it. And then the stupid thing is, and everyone kept on going, oh, that's a surprise. Because when I got the warranty, I was like, oh, you even get like a clutch replacement, like one clutch replacement in the entire duration of the warranty. It's like, why Why is that pointed out? But nothing else is. Hmm. It's like really bizarre. Like, hey, look at me in bold. You get one clutch replacement. I'm like, that's really fucking weird. And then the clutch went and I was like, oh, that's why. Because <laughs> hmm. the minute you get the warranty, they're like, and stiff the cable. <laughs> the clutch is gone. So I was like, uh. but it was a finance company that, um, that, Basically, you phone them up and they've got to approve or say no. So, took it to the uh, got the garage guy to come and collect it. And he was like, "Yeah, literally, it's the clutch is gone. I can tell you exactly what it is, and it'll take about you know a good 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 day to tear it apart and put in the new one and sort it all out." And I was like, "Yeah, no worries, that's fine." So, phone up the warranty. He's like, "This is where it is. This is where the garage is. Blah blah blah. Can you just approve it?" Like, oh, we'll put the claim in. We need to hear back from the garage. So the garage called them up and was like, this is what it is. Um, and they were like, oh, right, okay, we'll send it off for approval and we'll just wait to hear back. And like three days have passed and I'm like, I've not heard anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not a good sign. So I found out the, the warranty place again. And I was like, have you got any updates? And they were like, uh, no, no, we don't. It's still trying to get the, the approval deal done as soon as the review finishes we'll call you and let you know and then the garage is phoning me to be like are you you gonna sort your car out mate or do we have to remove it like what are you doing i was like please don't remove my car like you cost you charge me 50 quid to get it to your garage mm-hmm. which is two streets away so like i don't want you to charge me another 50 quid to get it off your fucking garage car for i was like just literally please keep it there so i was like right Got that um sort of eventually the um the finance people phoned me up and were like, oh, I just want to let you know that the um that we're still reviewing it. It's with the it's with the, the head honcho at the minute. Um but I believe you've you've called the, the finance company uh, the warranty company uh, at least a dozen times. And I was like, Yes, I have, because apparently it takes two hours to get a decision according to our website, and mine's been four days. So I would love to know what the decision is and like i'm having a meltdown because obviously we've got no car no vehicle all ash needs to get to work and back oliver needs to get to childcare and nursery and and everything i'm like how do i how do we do this because there's no like when ash when ash goes to her mum's when oliver goes to her mum's like his nans like if i don't drive there's no buses that get there so it'd be taxis and taxis there and back is like 16 17 quid a day and to do that for the duration of this time i'm like i'm not willing to do that 
So I'm like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. So I was like, put me onto your, your head, honcho. And I was like, I need to have a word. And like, well, he's not he's not available at the minute. And I was like, well, he is, and I'll hold until he becomes available. So just stick me on hold. So eventually, after like 35 minutes of holding, this guy came on and he was like, yeah, well, you see, I'm having a look at the documentation that the technical engineer sold me. And uh, yeah, it's wear and tear. And I was like, it is not wear and tear. And I was like, it's a brand new car. Have a look at all this evidence. And I literally went through it all. And I was like, and to top it all. <laughs> wear and tear of that week that you've had it. Yeah. I was like, literally, I've had had it just under a month. Just under a month. Uh, just over a month, sorry, because I couldn't even do the 30-day cancel. I tried to throw that at them. And I was like, well, on the contract I've got, you know, I've got a 30-day cancellation, so I'm just going to take the fucking car back. I was like, and void this warranty, uh, void the warranty, void the finance, and just fuck everything. And I was like, I just, I'm not interested in the slightest. And he's like, well, actually, it's over your 30 day by two days. And I was like, you, <laughs> so like, I was fuming. And I was like, so you're, you're telling me, A, I, you're not willing to pay for my car. B, you sold me a fucking dodgy car. And C, this is the first time I get to see my two year old since January because of fucking COVID and lockdown. And now I'm not going to be able to see him. The only thing that's literally spurring me on at the minute and went through this huge, massive lie. <laughs> <'Cause basically, laughs> obviously, as we're all aware, just listening, my wife and kid live with me, yeah. as you've heard on several podcasts. Yeah, mostly happily as well. Um, so, yeah, so I did all this. And it was only that little bit of the sob story that made him go, oh, I shouldn't do this, mate. Go on. And he authorised it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, for fuck's sake. So I found the, the garage up and I was like, right, it's finally been authorised. Here's the code. Can you do the work? And then just phone up the finance company and they will pay it you. And he was like, right, okay, sound. So he went to start it all off and he called me back like 10 minutes later and was like, uh, mate, you pay me and the finance company pay you back. And I was like, oh, they did not tell me that how much is it <laughs> it was like 500 odd quid and i was like oh uh, where am i going to get that from <laughs> for fuck's sake you're threatening to get rid of my car because <laughs> it's in the garage and it can't it won't do it so i finally managed to get that sorted and i was like right i've got the money so just order the parts and i'll come pay it and the guy was like yeah sound so they ordered the parts this was like four o'clock on the in the afternoon um on the thursday and he was like, it'll be here Friday morning, you can come collect it. And I was like, sound, thank you. So <laughs> literally working away, hit towards dinner time, and I was like, he's not called me. And I was like, I'm going to give the garage a call. And then the receptionist picked up, and she was like, yeah, I was just about to call you. And I was like, go on. She was like, I, um, I ordered the wrong part for the vehicle. <laughs> and I was like right okay but the new part's going to be there now and you're open tomorrow so it'll be fixed tomorrow and she's like it's not going to turn up till monday i was like are you are fucking kidding me <laughs> so at this point the garage has had my car for nearly as long as what i've had my car <laughs> all for the sake of this fucking warranty and an idiot receptionist oh dear i'm just like i just you know when you just think i just need to catch a break and i don't know where it's coming but i definitely need to catch a break <laughs> I was just like, please, just something for once, just go my way. So then I phoned him up today and I was like, right, okay, you had Monday and I didn't hear it, haven't heard a single thing. So where are we up to? And this was at like quarter to five and the guy was like, yeah, honestly, mate, it, I'm just about to put it all back together again. I'll be ready for you for nine o'clock in the morning. And I was like, 
okay. So I've just got to hope now that when I walk down tomorrow morning to collect it, he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I put it together and then the car exploded <laughs> because that's the only thing I can think of right now. <laughs> so having a bit of a mare with that. Mm. But the, the one thing that is giving me lots of joy is, have you heard of Nicolas Cage's new film? Okay, I mean, every time that anyone utters that phrase, you know that you're in for a bit of a ride here because he seems to be on a on a weird, like, let's just do any film that I'm paid to do, which are mostly weird indie films. Yes. Right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, <clears throat> it's called Pig. Okay. Okay. So, basically... What you're doing is you're swapping out the the dog in John Wick that got killed, right, <laughs> for a pig that's been kidnapped, right? Okay. So basically, it's a truffle, a truffle pig. hunter who lives yeah. alone. So, so okay. he used he used to be in with like the the you know the gangs, like the big mafia type guys, and then he was like my my life. You know, this is my life. I want to be more than this. And he wants to become a chef. So he's um, he's a gourmet chef. Um, right. <laughs> what it is. And he uses truffles a lot. And he lives out in the middle of the sticks where no one knows where he is. <clears throat> and he he literally lives with his truffle pig and his truffle pigs snuts, snuffs out all the truffles. And he makes amazing foods and, you know, makes them and sells them. And whoever it was that was running the place was like, or running the mafia was like, yeah, we need him back. Tell you what, let's kidnap his pig. Um, and yeah, it's just him going off on a huge, massive killing spree to get his pig back. Um, and it's it's been getting amazing reviews. Like, I'm not even joking by saying it's getting amazing reviews. It's been getting like solid nines and four out of fives and okay whatnot saying just having just... a look at who the like the writer and director is and it's it's not i mean it's no one it, it's he hasn't done anything particularly uh well anything before that i've ever heard of nope whereas yeah just that's yeah, wow okay interesting but there's just i was telling lash about it a couple of weeks back when i first seen the trailer because the trailer is amazing for it even if you don't want to watch the film people just watch the trailer for it okay okay um and I saw the Nash and I was like, yeah, so basically, like, Nicholas Cage is a is a, a chef whose pig gets kidnapped and she was, like, so went, looks a little bit like John Wick. Sort of laughing and she was like, please tell me there's just a line in the film that says, where's my fucking pig? And I was like, in those exact words, there is. <laughs> 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 just laughing. I love and I was the like, poster. It like, just, it's got Nick, Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage and then it's got the tagline, we don't got a lot of things to really care about and then pig. <laughs> that's the tagline they've gone with I can just picture him saying it it's just amazing and I genuinely can't wait for this <laughs> one of the other um, posters for it is just part one who has my pig <laughs> it's just amazing the pig played by Brandy <laughs> that's, that's the name of the pig we're yeah. not talking about the um the 90s R&B singer, star of Moesha. Maybe she voices the pig. Okay. I'm going to say voices just like for the pig. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, 
just just amazing. But yes, yeah, so everyone watch that because his um his Wonderland one is now out on DVD. It's in Asda for like a fiver, and I'm like, oh, I really want to watch it. <laughs> you know the one that was the um the Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that because it just looks so bad. I want to watch it. Well, yeah, I want to watch this as well. I want to watch this so bad. Just looks looks so good, Dan. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But yes, apart from that, um, <clears throat> what else have I been doing? I watched tidbits from the um, from the WitcherCon. So the WitcherCon is basically just CD Projekt Red going, here's a weekend full of Witcher news. Um, yeah. Which includes loads of stuff. So they give you like the trailers for um, season two, The Witcher, which is coming out in December. Um, and again, it looks very nice. Like, I love the first series of The Witcher on Netflix, so I'm looking forward to season two. Um, they also shared the anime, <clears throat> sorry, the anime one, which is the uh, A Wolf's Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, based around v- Vesemir, and that's coming out next month. I think it is the 30th of August, or the 3rd of August. Um, so when it's coming out, I always get confused by the fucking dates in America for some reason. Um, but yes, that's coming out. Um, and they've also announced they're doing a manga um short of uh basically him in the uh, gerald or gerald however you want to say his name okay. in um in japanese in japanese in japan okay. or like in the folklore so it's like you know years ago it's coming through because they have like amazing like folklore like some of the monsters that they have back in japan and stuff are just incredible so they're like yeah let's stick him in that that'll go well um so they showing that and they had loads of interviews and stuff with the the cast of like Henry Cavill and that sort of stuff. And like, you always forget, and I don't know why, but you always forget how much of a massive nerd that Henry Cavill is. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So just like the latest thing is now, people want him to stream um, that Warhammer 40k because he was uh, he went in to start doing season two of the film and um, in I'm going to get all the names wrong. And I, I know I am, so I apologise. Despite the fact I've played it several times and watched obviously season one of the uh, of the show, um, I'm going to get this this name and pronunciation probably completely incorrect. But Vermoden, um, or is the castle where um, he grew up mm. and whatnot, and where he takes Siri <coughs> over there. Um, apparently, he walked in and looked at the at the first like the big huge chandelier and yeah. named. Um, the place, like some unit in Warhammer, the Blackstone Fortress. Um, apparently, I oh, know it's a weapon. Sorry, I apologise. Sorry, it's a, it's a weapon, the Blackstone Fortress. Um, okay. And he was, yeah, he was like, oh my god, no one's going to get this. But yeah, the chandelier we've got here looks just like the Blackstone Fortress in um, in Warhammer. And then he starts talking about loads of Warhammer and how he loves to paint them and stuff like that. Um, and then it moved on to him, obviously how he's got this this graphics card, which. I don't know how much you know about it, but the um, there's a NVIDIA graphics card, the RTX 3090, which is like extremely difficult to get hold of. Like PlayStation 5 and Xbox One X, sort of difficult to get hold of. Um, he just started bragging about how he's got that and how he loves playing games with it. And like you, you genuinely forget like how much he loves it. Yeah. Um, and going into like all the games stuff, it, it makes me always think, you know what? I, I didn't like the Superman films. I love Henry Cavill. <laughs> he's just a really nice down-to-earth nerdy game gamer and i'm like yeah you know what? i can forgive you if you missed me yeah. the the other things guy. i've seen him in he's been good in the mm. um that mission impossible the 
what was it Fallout he was in. Yeah, uh, he was good in that. And have you seen The Man from Uncle? I have not seen The Man from Uncle. It, it's it's one of the better Guy Ritchie films. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't say a lot, but it was it was good, and he's good in that. It's it it, it he is good generally in most stuff that I've seen him in. I still haven't watched The Witcher, but I am slowly running out of programs that uh, I want to watch, so I probably will get onto that. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I I need to to watch it with the wife before um, season two starts because mm-hmm. we've now like run out of things that we've been watching. And thankfully, she watched the first. Well, I say thankfully for once, it's rather annoying, <laughs> but she's run out of um of things to watch. So she's like, "Oh, Love Island's on now," so I watched that, and I was like, "Oh, nice! I'll start playing on the Switch then." Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've obviously started we've been discussing playing Divinity Two and and whatnot and loving that. Um, and then she got about four episodes into Love Island and was like, I hate all of these people. I'm not watching this anymore. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's like my month and a half solid of just playing Divinity 2 gone. <laughs> so, because she's like, no, it's fine. You can play while I watch whatever. But then I'm like, but there is nothing gone, which means we should really watch a film or start a new series or do something. And that means I need to pay attention to this because I'm going to really enjoy it. So, like, I, I don't mind not playing because it means I get to watch stuff that I'm really interested in. But at the same time, like, I just got onto it again. <laughs> like, come on, guys. But hey-ho. It's what it is. What can you do, eh? Um, and, yeah, just the very last thing about The Witcher. Uh, kind of what they did announce was, obviously, it's coming out the remastered version uh, for the PlayStation 5 yeah. and Xbox yeah, Series X. Yeah, um, the enhanced version. It is some extra content. Yeah, they're including extra content from the show. They haven't mm. given away what it is exactly, but... No, I've seen some reports that are going all in, being like, yeah, we're going to get some extra, you know, maybe some extra little side quests and stuff. And others to just, there's going to be some, like, uh, some armor or a sword or something like that that's from the show. Yeah. Which, yeah, that sounds more likely, I would yeah, say. Yeah, the thing is, though, with how 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 bad CMZ Red did with Cyberpunk, Mm, and true. even though it wasn't a financial failure or a commercial it was failure, the, like, it was the number one selling PlayStation 4 game last month. Yeah, because they, they've attempted to try and fix stuff, haven't they? And it's just, mm. it's just one of those that it's just like the reputation now is is ruined more than the actual like figures and stuff like. Because people will want to play it once it's fixed, because they're like, you know, we've been hyped up for it for for years. Now we haven't been able to do it. When it is fixed, I want to see what all the fuss is about. Mm. So. People will eventually go out and buy it, but now when you hear, oh, CG Project Red are doing this, you're like, oh, The Witcher 3 didn't start off great, but nowhere near the fucking shitstorm that um, that this one was, uh, Cyberpunk was. So I think they have to try and get in the good favour of people again, and I think this means that they've got to put some effort in, especially when, like, if we can't carry on Cyberpunk like we want to, because they're doing a um, an anime series of that as well. Um so that's coming to Netflix soon, but they didn't give yeah. away too much about that yet. I can imagine they've been working on that for a while. Um, so that's that was always on the cards, regardless of mm-hmm. what happened. And also, just while we're on the subject of um, the anime, so we haven't we haven't heard much about the uh, the Shenmue the anime for a very very long time, and I was like, why haven't we heard much about it? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not good. So then, thankfully. The um the people that I want to say is it the Adult Swim or Toonami, whichever one. Yeah, so it's Adult Swim and Country Roll. Yes, they're collaborating so, on it. Um, the vice president and creative director of Adult Swim, 
um, he he came back to us and was like, sorry guys, don't worry, it's all coming along great. So just to let you know, like we're going to start sharing it very soon. But just to let you guys know, I've started watching it and I'm very happy with it. So the good news is it's still coming along. Yeah. And we haven't had a chance to see anything. No, but recently. apparently they've been working on it for a couple of years, even when Shenmue 3 was in development. So That's correct. It's not like it's just suddenly... Yeah, we're not, we've just started it now. It means they're, you know, on the way with it already. So hopefully we will get it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And that makes me very happy. I can imagine. Very, very happy. Along with also, imagine. while we're just talking about updates and stuff, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Final Fantasy 16, obviously we, we didn't hear anything about this at E3. Mm. Like, hmm. But it's also now going to be possibly skipping TGS as well, which is happening about end of September, right. beginning of October. Um, but the they always do for Final Fantasy fourteen, they do a, a monthly newsletter um called like the live letter right. uh, from the from the producer and he goes into like all the details about you know what's up and coming with the events and stuff like that in Final Fantasy fourteen um and how they've had to stop selling it for now because it's got that popular they can't put any more people in servers. Wow. So they're like we have to cut off that people can't buy games anymore they you've literally just got to wait for us to try and they extend this the storage space so people wow. can move on uh, which is insane how popular that's become again yeah it's i had heard some... that I, i've seen a lot of memes on um reddit recently about people giving up on wow and moving over to um to 14 yeah it's because two really big uh wow streamers um one of them, I think he got he got his Twitch, his his wild Twitch ban banned or like cancelled something like that and went under investigation. So he's like, fine, I'll start playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Everybody really wanted me to try it anyway. Um, so he announced that he was going on it, and apparently it just blew up massively. And he tried to play it for hours, and in the end was like, guys, can you leave me alone? I'm trying to play it because <laughs> everyone who follows him was just like, yeah, let's go find him. And they found him and just followed him everywhere. So every time he went to kill something, people were doing it for him. Every time he went to grab something, people were grabbing it for him. And he was just like, just let me enjoy it. Like, I really want to do it. But apparently the the, the people playing it just spiked massively. Actually beat their own records without actually having to release any updates or expansion packs or anything like that. <laughs> just like hit an all-time high again. I was like, fuck you now. Um, but he's also in the producer of Final Fantasy fourteen um, is also doing Final Fantasy sixteen as well, yeah. um, and he gave a few little updates, um, including that the main story is now done and set in stone. Yeah, and the, and the, the voice actors as well. And now even the English ones are nearly almost fully completed. Um, so even though we might not see it in September, it looks like it's coming along very, very rapidly. To be fair, like I know it's been in works for a little while, but. It's one of those, you know, when you don't hear anything about a game for until it's like revealed, like 16 was mm. on the uh, on the last Sony State of Play, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, guess what, guys? It's nearly completed. And I'm like, fuck, that, that's that's a quick turnaround. <laughs> so it's, it's like the uh, the Summer Max VR game that they just went, hey, look, we've done a, a new Summer Max game. Oh, it's out now. Yeah. Mm. It's, just, it's just mental. The, uh, but I think Oculus I will. Quest only, though, at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, which is what I've got. Yeah. Although it just just to briefly hit on it, because um, it was on my list of things that potentially to talk about. But I mean, I, I 
any of the LucasArts stuff I, I love. I'm, I'm literally going through all the old stuff and all the old Sierra point-and-click games, just having a bit of a, a point-and-click, like, you know, um, renewal first. in my life. Yeah. And um, and Summer Max is, is, a, is one of the one of the great ones. Um, but this isn't, this is just like the character Summer Max, but it looks like a very standard VR sort of, almost like the Rick and Morty VR things where yeah. it's just, let's put you in a situation. Oh, look, you've got to shoot that thing. All right, get your gun out and start shooting something. You know, there's not, it's, there's barely any, anything from the original games other than the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it an odd choice to me. I don't know. It seems, seems strange, but and any more summer max just, is good let's yeah that's that's exactly it isn't it people are just like right okay what can we just make a quick book out of summer yeah max. i don't i i i think in the right circles you know fair enough summer max are well known i just don't think they are necessarily that i don't think they're this big franchise i don't see them as i think you they, could ask they used to be didn't they because i remember when it used to be like a huge Huge. Mm. Like, oh my god wow yeah and now all of a sudden it's like where have they gone yeah we're like oh right okay it looks like they're trying to make a yeah. comeback in a fucking vr special that's not i know good, exactly it? strange it's very strange and something like say i don't know whether there was any inkling of this coming out i mean there must have been something but i don't remember any announcement of like we're making this it was just uh oh we've made this and it's out now yeah. this time it's virtual mm, that's it that's exactly the subtitle oh yeah is it is it I don't know, Steam don't have it for sale until September. No, no it's only on um, Oculus Quest. On Quest. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's going to be on, right, okay. on PSVR yes. and no. Steam and whatnot. So my, my head will get there eventually, because I was like, well, I can play Steam games on my Oculus Quest, and I'm like, no, of course, yeah, because you use a virtual desktop. <laughs> it's not officially not until then, is it? So, yeah. No. I, I'm with it now. But, yeah, it, it is one of them, and it's like, I enjoyed the Rick and Morty one for like, the five minutes it's it's done for but i'm just like mm, there's got no replayability value to it the yeah. prices they are it's it's crazy cash for how little you actually get to play of it mm. but at the same time i did like summer max i wasn't a huge fan of the telltale summer max ones yeah that turned but it's, it's, it's the same but, thing if you oh, like the characters and you yeah. like you know you like the humor of it it's that's that's half of what you might be getting the game for that's half what you want to play the game for like, I, I don't think anyone necessarily expected the rick and morty game to be groundbreaking but knowing now that um that justin roiland is sort of huge into vr now you look at things like accountants uh, accounting plus and um trover save the universe mm-hmm. they are like really you know unique all in vr games not just here's a game with a vr element thrown in over the top so it's you know it, it, it kind of if if something came out now you'd expect a little more out of it but back then I think it was just like oh. yeah let's get a um a Rick and Morty game out have, while he's have, have you seen who's doing it though? who's well, doing the Summer Max game? no well I didn't so, recognise them anyway I, so I the development it. team includes the Summer Max creator uh, Steve Purcell Lucas Arts alumni Peter Chan who does or the art for it. Uh, Mike Stemmy, who's the writer and designer from LucasArts. Mike Levine, the creative director. Um, and uh, Julian Kwasanecki um, and Jared Emerson Johnson of Bay Area Sound. So the last three have worked on the Tell 
Telltale series of games, and the others are all the LucasArts game people, along with the original right. creator. So the the people who created it, the creators, Which makes it and even it, weirder that they went. Sounds amazing. That's what VR needs. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh, no. I thought they were doing Phoenix Wright VR then for a second. Sorry, I got really That'd excited. Work. That would absolutely that, that work. That would be amazing, but it's not. Yeah. It's just the the three games. I fell down a massive rabbit hole on Steam the other night. I had no, I have no money, so I had no intention of buying anything. But I was just like, oh my god, I'm going to put that in my wish list, that in my box. I ended up with like seventy odd titles in my um. Oh box. yeah, it's far, like, far too easy for that to happen. Need to stop doing that. You end up sticking everything in your inbox in, in your you shop a basket and you're like, yeah, I'll come back later. And you yeah. come back later and everything's gone up. And you're like, yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah, massively. I did a similar thing, but it was it was basically when I got, I've, I've mentioned like the, the tablet I bought and how I found how amazing it is for Scum VM and using the, um the it, it's got a pen with it. Like um, so Samsung's got what's called the S, S pen and it's, um, it just works just like a mouse, but, you know, don't have to set it up like a laptop and just sit there with my tablet and use my pen as the mouse. Um, and so I was like, right, I want to get all the space quests. I want to get the police quests. Um, I need to get, I haven't got Monkey Island on uh, that will work with it. I've only got it on Steam, so I need it on GOG. So it's DRM free, so that'll work. And I started having a look around for getting all the games I wanted. Um, the only version of Monkey Island 1 and 2 you can buy now are the special editions. Um, which was what about 10 years ago maybe a little bit longer ago they they basically they didn't just sort of make it a bit shinier they completely reanimated and redrew the entire mm. game and voiced them with the the voice cast from the third and the fourth ones um but if you pressed the button it would then um it would fade the screen into the old original blocky versions so there's a, a group of fans out there that because they know people still want to play these games on stuff like scum which won't handle the special editions they made a little um utility that you put into the directory that the 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 special edition version is run it and it strips all the voice acting out um of the special edition games and puts it then into its own file that plays as the original style of game so you then get the voice acting with the old original blocky version (laughs) and they did that for both so that's just some fans have just in their time gone, oh, I'm going to do this. Um, well, just quickly, while yep. you're talking about Monkey Island. Yeah. Um, so Sea of Thieves um, is doing the Pirates of the Caribbean, aren't they? They're doing the, yes. um, the it Pirates amazing. Life, it's called. Yeah. Um, so obviously Rare had to go to Disney and be like, hey, Diz, can we use your prop? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, use our prop, mate. It's fine. You give us money for it. Seeing as it's also mm-hmm. under your property, can we put a little nod to one of your other games in there yeah. they're like uh yeah you can do like nice cheers guys so they've done a ship i'm gonna give some spoilers away potentially okay. if people haven't found it yet um but there's a monkey island um easter egg Brilliant. in there so basically you find a um a ship uh which is called the headless monkey um which if you google you'll be able to find where to find it it does actually like that sounds like a great alcoholic drink and i'm like yes it does yeah (laughs) um but yeah so it says once you once you find yourself standing before the wreckage of the old ship named the headless monkey uh, keep your ears open because the music transitions from the pirates of caribbean inspired score in this tall tale to the rendition of the main theme to the secret of monkey island um which is just amazing by itself 
Um, and when you actually watch it, yeah, it really is cool. Um, but not only that, if you actually step on the, the boat itself, um, you can actually read journals to figure out what happened uh, to Guy Rashidwood when he went to sea um, in this glass bottom boat um, and how he ended up along with the, the captain, the uh, Captain Capsize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kate Capsize. Um, yeah, Literally, from, that's from, where I'm up to in, in uh, Monkey Island 2 at the moment. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it ends up showing you how she ended up in the uh, in the Sea of the Damned. And so that's what's going through. So there's an, wow. an awesome, nice little Easter egg in there for you. Which is cool. Like, but, it's, if Disney have got any sense, they will either make a Monkey Island movie or they will do some sort of Monkey Island Pirates of the Caribbean crossover in movie form. If they want to reboot and relaunch the the um Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, but they haven't got like I don't think Johnny Depp's having anything to do with it anymore or Disney no. aren't having anything to do with him. I don't know which way around. It's Either way. That, yeah, would that it, not be the perfect way to go? It would be, but could you imagine how people who haven't heard of Monkey Island or kids that, and women that haven't really played it and blokes haven't played it when <laughs> all of a sudden one the the wannabe pirates is just goes uh, I've got a rubber chicken. What do you want me to do with this? It, like, yeah, but that could oh, be like a really quick throwaway sort of thing where well, some that, character's like, throw me the gun, and he reaches down and throw and like accidentally picks up a chicken and throws chicken. Or, no, not the yeah. chicken. The gun. There, there's like ways, the there are ways of bringing that in. Would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I genuinely, I just don't, I, I can't say, I'd much as I'd want to because it's one of my all time favorite. Franchise, I suppose, I suppose you'd need a sort of a men in tights style 100 percent. if it was like mel brooks that that did it yeah it would be an amazing film it really would be but oh if you got someone the likes of um like simon Pegg or something to do it, that, that that would be great um but i just i just couldn't i couldn't see it being like a, a good hollywood blockbuster um, no. like this summer like the jungle cruise looks ace like I'm, I'm looking forward it, to that. But it does now. But did you, did you see the first trailer for it? Like a year ago, a year and a half or something. Yeah. It, it didn't look good at all. It looked absolutely awful. I don't know whether it's just a bad trailer or that's the best they could do with what they I have. Think, but the new trailer, um, absolutely, I agree with you. It looks a lot better. I think I'm still, and I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get out of this, but I'm just still in that that little uh, Disney bubble. So I, the, the minute it was released, I, this looks amazing. I need to see it. And like, yeah, you're right. Probably does look enough. But I'm like, no, yep, <laughs> need to see that. Anyway, I massively got distracted from yourself. Then sorry. Uh, so, are you also going to buy yourself the new Switch? Um. Yeah. Well. So th- this is the new Switch is, is <laughs> nowhere near much... as good as what we no, were hoping but, it to be. But it entirely makes sense that that's what they've decided to do. Because, you know, I mean, there's there's been little incremental changes in there. You know, it's, there's been new variations of it, new model numbers where they've gone, here's a better battery. And, you know, here's this fixed and that fixed. And uh, this one doesn't have Joy-Con drift. Oh, no, wait, it still has Joy-Con drift. Never mind. Um, so what all they're doing on the new one, obviously, is putting in a bigger screen, which which is one thing I said, like, I don't see why they don't, because there's quite a big bezel on the Switch, isn't there, really, when you look at it compared to, what I don't know. Compared to look at some phones nowadays that have like barely any bezel, it seems it seems like a lot of wasted space. So they're getting rid of a lot of that. 
because it's the same physical size it's just a bigger um a bigger screen and it's an amoled screen so it's um it's better quality it's brighter the pixels are self-lit so it's going to be a lot more vivid and they are great great screens so at least they're improving that um and the dock's got an ethernet output and that's about it right yep am i missing anything don't think so cool just just double checking um so yeah it's a it's a it's a nice little update it's not a lot more expensive which is the good thing it's maybe about 20 30 quid more if i understand right mm-hmm. which is a bit sad it would have been good if they'd have gone okay here's here's a little bit off each of the older versions and here's the new version at the same price but never mind you know it's it's uh it's nintendo of course they're not going to do that um <laughs> but when you think about what they've done with all the previous consoles it fits right in with that yeah you know like how many versions of the ds were there they just kept you know none of them well they they did a new version that was ever so slightly better that had an extra little joystick on that only two games ever needed yeah Um, so that is like that's what this is you know they don't like well i say they don't like sort of um partitioning and segregating the the uh the fans in that you know you've got this version um you can play these games you haven't got this version tough you can't do it apart from with things like expansion packs i guess but but even (laughs) then there was you know less than half a dozen games that ever used it so i think a pro version was probably never fully on the cards um like i said my only slight disappointment is that it's 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 more expensive i guess but yeah. i would i would have one because one thing that really bugs me about um the ds and a couple of other things that i've got that handheld is if you're ever trying to play it outside like we've had a few nice days here um and there's a couple of times where i've i've had nothing much to do in the day so i've gone right i'm just going to go down to the park and get a picnic i'm going to sit there i'm going to take my, my ds or something with me and i've turned it on put the brightness right the way up and i still can barely see the screen Whereas an AMOLED screen, um, it's great, really good in direct sunlight. So that's a really nice thing to do because the uh, the Vita's got the same type of screen. And the screen on that is amazing. Yeah, the Vita is fantastic. Um, So, yeah, I mean, great. I I, I can maybe see why they didn't announce it at, at E3 because it's not really that exciting. It's just here's a slight, you know, improvement. Yeah. but at least they've done it they say I, I i think give it a couple of years and they will then be announcing something completely you know new and much 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 better newer version of it yeah but i don't know 100 yeah. percent, mate 100 as until it stops doing like just phenomenal sales there's no reason for them to be like okay let's let's throw this at it and run the minute it starts slowing down they'll be like right okay what can we do to to get some more yeah like, cash back into it and still so not selling everything then, else combined yeah then they'll you know they'll stand a good chance of it i mean the only the only downside to, to the original version of the switch is the is the battery life more than anything is they doing the the game so like divinity if i if i sit off if like the other night she was uh finishing off the last ever series of the kardashians um so i was like yeah i'll tell you what then i'll, I'll play a couple of hours on on div 2 while she does that um and after like an episode and a half it was like your battery's getting low i'm like 
Christ. <laughs> I was like, it's been docked for like a week and a half. And I was like, and now it's like played for an hour and a half, not in like not on not on the docks, and it's literally handheld and the battery's dying after like ninety minutes. I was like, that that's not good. <laughs> so I remember when it used to last like a good portion of the day. Mm. Now it's just like, yeah, you've got an hour and a half left of it. It's like we don't even really like we've never really heavily used it. It's you know, every now and again it'll go on for like a, a session when it's docked, but never like using the battery life like we do if it's handheld. It's always, always docked. Mm. It's crazy. That's I mean that's that's the thing, isn't it? Even with this new one, it's just it's not improved. They've not improved no. the battery life, supposedly. But if anything, with the nicer screen, sharper screen and stuff, it's probably going to make it worse. Well, no, it, it evens out. Apparently, it is a bigger battery, but the, the screen then <laughs> drops it down again. So, mm. I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested in, in, great, at some point when I'm in the market for a, a new handheld, I'll quite happily get a Switch, but it's still, it's the same thing. The, the, the games are just, like, the games that are worth having just never go down you know all the the big first party nintendo games are just yeah it's it's a it's a tough one it's you just thought five quid to get breath of the wild you just need div two on it mate and then me and you can mm-hmm. play it together because you can play that online and in, in parties and it's so much fun so yeah, so 100 percent. just just buy that and then the, that's that, that's that's your switch right, as well might as well give me another another game that you want me to Try and play you online, but that one you don't need to sub for. So Fair you enough. know, once once it's been bought, it's yours forever. True. That that isn't necessarily what puts me off. It's just like my gaming, gaming is so. No, it's like my gaming is just not on any remote schedule. It's just like uh, I've got a bit of time out of a game, um, so I don't want to be like, oh, I've got to log on and play at this time with this person god i've got to play reg no don't i don't want to do i just that. don't He's like it taking part of my schedule it's just it, <laughs> i don't know what it is that sort of it just like i say i like to just go oh okay she's doing this what am i going to do oh i'll play a game now i've got a bit of time um although i'm i'm at home all on my own at the moment for for the next for another day um uh, because my other half is away uh, doing some training so nice nice can I play? And I've been trying to get into um, thingy for Jedi Fallen Order, um, and I just don't like it. I, I, I'm really, I don't know whether I'm disappointed in the game or myself, but it just, I don't know, something about it has. I mean, I'm, I, I'm a fair way into it. I want to like the third planet, but it just hasn't grabbed me. Really, and it got to the point where it, it it bugged me so much the other day that I just said, ah, you know what. I'm either going to give this a rest and move on to something else and maybe come back to it or not. Same happened with um, Horizon. Um, that one oh, didn't wow. bug me. I just, I, it just, I got a little bit bored of traipsing back and forth across the map all the time. See, Horizon, I absolutely loved it when I was playing it. Mm. My issue is, and it's happened with loads of games, is I know they are great games, but I just cannot be arse turning them on. And I've right. got... I got one. It's it's one of those. Like I got it, and I, I didn't really have anything else to play either at the time. It was just one of those. Like yeah, I will. I'll, I'll jump on that in a bit, and then I just never turned it on again. But I was really, really, really enjoying it. 
up to the bit I got to. Mm. And like I was like, you know what? The visuals are stunning. I'm enjoying the story. I'm having so much fun with all the traps and different arrows. Like, really, really enjoyed it. And I was even saying to Mike, I was like, you know what? This is probably one of the, the better titles I played on the PS4. Like, this is really good. And, and like, three months later, he was like, you've not given me any updates on Horizon. I was like, mm. are you still playing it? I was like, completely forgot it existed. <laughs> I, like, I really love the concept of it. I just, I, I love like finding all these, you know, the little um, hints that, at the past and like and what might have happened and it was really intriguing but mm-hmm. just i don't know what it was something i just it was getting a bit frustrating like say you'd, you'd you'd go you'd go to do some mission and then suddenly you'd have to go right the way back across the other side of the map and it's, i know you can fast travel but you can't unlimited fast travel you, you only get the, you know, that on um the map on Fallen Order is the only thing that really pissed me off. Oh, the map's terrible. The map was horrendous. So when, whenever so you've bad. finished what you need to do, you have to go back to the ship. I'm like, how the fuck do I get back there? Yeah, yeah. And like, looking at it, I was like, no idea I'm doing this. But I was, I was really, really enjoying that on game. The first then... planet, definitely. The second, the second planet was a bit more straightforward. It was sort of, it was, it was clear what way you could go, and then you would open up shortcuts that were obviously going to get you back. Um, I think the thing that annoys me about that game is how you can't save it anywhere. You can only save it when you get to the meditation points. Mm. Um, and some of them are so far apart. And some and it, it might just be that I'm not very good, but some of the some of the things that, that, that attack you, like if three or four of them come after you, um, they can take you down in like in no time, and then suddenly you've got to go right the way back to the meditation point and go through everything again. And and also, when a game like when they pick when they decide on some sort of game mechanic, and they go right, we'll put this in it so you can do this, you know, or you can swing on a rope or you can climb up a vine or whatever. They seem to be obsessed with sliding down icy or muddy terrain, mm. like. Out of two planets, I think that must have happened about five or six times where there's been a bit where you've got to slide down and guide yourself around and then jump off at the end and grab onto a rope. But the controls aren't good enough for it to be like particularly accurate, especially when you're sliding down, you get to the end and you've got to jump in exactly the right direction. It, it, like there was this one bit that I, I I must have died about like fully. Like every time you fall off a cliff, you lose a little bit of your health and respawn. So I must have died fully about three times on it before I managed to grab onto the rope and then jump over to the next bit just just right. It was just so frustrating. So I moved on and went on to to play um, the South Park game, the Stick of Truth I'm working on, which is great because it's just it's such a straightforward, simple game. Like you've got all these amazing RPG mechanics, and the thing that frustrates me about some uh, like Japanese RPGs, it's how complicated they are. Sometimes I just want to get into it and play it, and fair enough, level up my character, buy some buy some new equipment. But then you end up with this like maze of like this is where you how you you can you can level up your character, and you, you go through all these different paths. And sometimes it just it breaks my brain just trying to think what I'm supposed to be doing. And especially if you don't play a game for a couple of weeks and then you come back and you've completely forgotten how it all works. It's really frustrating. Whereas this game is the most straightforward, basic RPG I've ever played, which is understandable because it's a South South Park game. Um, but it's great. It's just loads of fun. 
<laughs> really? I always knew it was going to be. I just never got around to playing it. But you know, and then I've got I've got the fractured butthole to play next. So. Oh yes, of course. Because Stick of Truth is the first one. How far are you in the Stick of Truth? Um, I mean, in the story, not far, because I am literally walking around the entire town doing everything that I can first. Butters keeps moaning at me going yeah this isn't really something that that um that, that we should be doing the, the quest is this way and i'm like yeah yeah yeah. let me just let me just go to kenny's yeah. house it's it's they're so good the map's amazing like ev- the, everything about the south park games were just brilliant mm. they really really were fun i genuinely loved every second of playing them it is really good reminds me of um the mario rpgs mm. so like the Mario and Luigi games, um, because of the the sort of quick time events of attacking and things like that and defending. Yeah, yeah, yeah loads of fun. But um, but anyway, can I? Shall I just read my list of things that I want to talk about on this podcast, Reg? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so okay, I talked about talked about uh, Teletubbies and COVID and all that, right? That's fine. Summer Max, we talked about Switch OLED. You talked about that's good. So I wanted to moan about Now TV. Um, I wanted to talk about The Walking Dead. I wanted to talk about Marvel What If. I wanted to talk about going to see Black Widow, and I also wanted to talk about The Tomorrow War, which is that Amazon Prime film oh, with it Chris Pratt. It depends if we're going to talk about it now or not. Because we're an hour about watching it. Huh? I was just thinking about watching it. So, watch it. It's not very good, but watch it. Right. Okay. Then probably not. Then because we have very limited adult time anyway. So if Fair it's <laughs> if it's not worth it, then probably it, not. Yeah. Let's we'll, let's we'll touch on it next week because it's the, the, a few of the little things about it are quite interesting to talk about, like how it's well the sequel, it is, isn't it? I know that it, exactly. But yeah. So um and. And at least by next week, I would imagine the majority of people will probably have seen Black Widow, so I might be able to talk about it a bit more. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. But I saw it, and I will say, really good. I really liked it. It was good. it was one of the, the better ones. I don't know whether it's just... It feels like sort of the MCU at the moment has this different feel to it because you've got all the tv shows so it's like you know there seems to be there's always some new thing to consume that's part of that universe so it's really nice then going to see this big this two-hour massive blockbuster that just looks amazing and it's it's great a few few little funny things in the story but as a whole it was a really really quality movie i thought i I thought it was a lot of fun nice um yeah, but a few things to talk about next week then. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Especially yeah. The, uh, the Mario 64 game itself for a stupid price at auction. Yeah, yeah. Mental. Stop mentioning things, Reg. I will. Anyway, yeah. thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. We'll hopefully see you again next week. That you shall. Thank you and toodles. Okay.